This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, VA healthcare workers will be getting a pay boost thanks to the latest omnibus spending bill. Members of Congress want to make sure the federal hiring process is a little easier for those with the needed skills. And the Postal Service may be hamstrung in buying its new vehicles. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The omnibus federal spending bill sets higher maximum salaries for some VA healthcare workers. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more for us. Congress passed the RAISE Act as part of the $1.5 trillion omnibus spending bill for fiscal 2022. The bill sets higher pay caps for advanced practice registered nurses, physician assistants, and registered nurses. VA Secretary Dennis McDonough has repeatedly urged lawmakers to pass the RAISE Act and says the legislation would go a long way toward helping the agency recruit and retain in-demand health care workers. The VA is dealing with the highest rate of turnover among its nurses in 15 years. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. House lawmakers are joining their counterparts in the Senate to try to change the federal hiring process. Congressman Ro Khanna and Jody Heiss introduced their version of the Chance to Compete Act that would require the federal hiring process to be more merit-based, as demonstrated by actual assessments of skills. Among the changes the bill includes are a provision that let agencies use subject matter experts to administer skills-based assessments, and another one that lets them share pools of applicants for similar positions. Senators Bill Haggerty and Kirsten Sinema introduced their version of the bill in January. House Democrats seek to block the Postal Service from buying mostly gas-powered vehicles as part of its next-generation fleet. House Government Operations Subcommittee Chairman Jerry Connolly leads 68 other representatives in introducing the Green Postal Service Fleet Act. The bill would prohibit USPS from carrying out any new purchase of a new fleet of delivery vehicles unless 75% of the new vehicles are electric or zero-emission. USPS expects electric vehicles to make up about 10% of its next-generation fleet, but says it will buy more if Congress sets aside money for the project. After 18 months, GSA is ready to expand the program to make it easier to buy products through online portals. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. With 20 agencies now using the online commercial platforms and customer feedback high, GSA is asking industry how to evolve the program. In a new request for information, GSA asked contractors what the next generation platform should look like. Based on feedback from agency users, GSA wants to know how to create more of a managed channel for open market online spending. The RFI comes after Congress told GSA in the 2022 Defense Authorization Bill to test other platform options. GSA had told lawmakers last summer it had not planned to do that. Responses to the RFI are due March 30th. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The $1.5 trillion omnibus has a large sum of money to help the Navy clean up water issues. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. More than $686 million will go to the Navy for water mitigation efforts in Hawaii, where water sources have been tainted by jet fuel spillage. The funds come just days after the Defense Department announced it would close its massive Red Hill underground fuel storage facility. About $150 million of the appropriations will go to defueling and permanently closing that facility. The rest of the money will go to help families affected by the leakage and environmental cleanup. Scott Massioni. 
Federal News Network. A group of former reservists are suing the Department of the Navy for not getting access to proper disability benefits. The case alleges that the Navy's bureaucracy makes it prohibitive for reservists to apply for benefits when retiring. The lawsuit asks for declaratory and injunction relief through the Administrative Procedure Act. President Biden says he plans to nominate Russell Rumbaugh as the Navy Department's top financial management official. Rumbaugh currently works as a systems director at the Aerospace Corporation Center for Space Policy. Before that, he served as a budget expert for multiple D.C. think tanks and for DOD's Office of Cost Assessment and Program Evaluation. The Navy Comptroller's position is one of many top civilian leadership jobs that has been vacant since the start of the Biden administration. The Pentagon picks a leader for its new chief digital and artificial intelligence office. Margie Palmieri, who founded the Navy's Digital Warfare Office, will hold the title of deputy CDAO. DOD says she'll lead the executive team the department created last month to harmonize its AI and data management functions. Meanwhile, David Spurk, who served as DOD's chief data officer since 2020, departed his position on Friday. The intelligence community's research arm is launching an ambitious biometrics identification effort. The Intelligence Advanced Research Projects Agency announced the Biometric Recognition and Identification at Altitude and Range program last week. IARPA says the multi-year program seeks to develop software that can perform biometric identification from great heights and at long ranges. The software would ideally work to ID individuals from photos and videos taken at high altitudes from platforms like unmanned aerial vehicles. The agency has awarded research contracts to seven companies and universities. And Congress is cutting requested funds for the Department of Homeland Security troubled. And Congress is cutting requested funds for the Department of Homeland Security's troubled biometric system. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has more on that. The omnibus spending agreement includes $25 million less than what DHS requested for the new Homeland Security Advanced Recognition Technology System. Lawmakers point to ongoing cost, schedule, and performance challenges with the HART system. DHS had to rebaseline the program last year. Now lawmakers want an independent evaluation of the program plans, and the spending agreement shifts funds to continue maintaining DHS's legacy biometric system. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.